The Crane Thrive Podcast, episode 88, How to Avoid Burnout, with Laura Brassi. I'm Jess Van Den, and this is the Create and Thrive Podcast. A former school teacher, I turned my handmade hobby into a thriving business, and I also teach other creatives how to do the same. My goal is to help you learn how to turn your creative hobby into a thriving, profitable business. So let's get learning. Jess here. Welcome to another episode of the Create and Thrive podcast. I am in my final stages of preparing to travel to Japan. We leave in just a couple of days at the end of this week. So next week, I'll be coming to you from the city of Tokyo. And uh, hopefully, well, I'll probably have only been there about a day. (laughs) So I probably won't have much to share. But uh, I will give you some little updates on what we're up to uh, during our trip. So that's just kind of crazy busy. I'm doing lots of uh, interviews for the podcast this week. So there's lots of interesting stuff coming up and uh, getting some uh, workshops done for the Thriver Circle and basically just getting ahead of the game so I can have mostly a holiday uh, while we're overseas because all my friends who I'm going with are all on holiday. So I don't want to have to spend too much time working, although I will be spending a little bit of time working, hanging out in the Thriver Circle, etc. So this week's episode, uh, I'm hoping will be a real uh, kind of comfort to a lot of you who might be feeling stressed or overwhelmed uh, or, you know, have too much on your plate and aren't quite sure how to cope with that. My guest today is Laura Brassier, who is a professional counsellor. And she also has started a blog called Ivory and Pine, where she focuses on mental health, self-care and intentional living. Um, and she hails from Colorado. So we chatted, we chatted in this episode about all of those things, uh, specifically with, you know, the idea of people like us who have a creative business or a creative mindset and how we can take care of ourselves. So self-care, taking care of our mental health, taking care of ourselves so that we can uh, actually then be creative and fill up our own well so that we can give that out to the world. So if you've ever experienced burnout or stress or overwhelm or any of those things, and I'm sure most people listening have, hopefully this episode will give you some really uh, good advice and some nice tips and just that sense that you're not alone. Everybody goes through these things, you know, so everybody has their own ways of coping and, and dealing with it. But we also talk about how there are natural cycles of ups and downs, and it's important to realize that and honor that in your life uh, rather than trying to fight against it. But we talk about the episode, so I'll let us speak for ourselves and we'll get started with the interview with Laura from Ivory and Pine. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hi, Jess. Thank you so much for having me. It's awesome. Um, I'm really looking forward to our conversation today because it's something that I care a lot about. Uh, and uh, before, before we start talking about that, can you please give um, our lovely listeners a little bit of background on who you are and what you do? 
Sure. Um, so I am a professional therapist. I have a master's in counseling, and I work in the counseling field. And fairly recently, um, just this summer, actually, um, back in August, so I guess that was winter for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah. So just a few months ago, I actually launched a personal blog um, called Ivory and Pine, um, which is all based on mental health, self-care, intentional living. Um, basically, it's it's partially my own creative outlet, but mm -hmm. it's a way for me to engage in a community um, in mental health in the areas that I am most passionate about, which would be personal growth and development, um, because I, I work in crisis, so we're kind mm -hmm. of at the opposite end of that, and I love being able to help people who are functioning grow and develop beyond what they thought their potential is. So that's kind of the purpose of what I do. That's great. And so, you know, in your everyday job, you're in, in sort of uh, helping people who are in a, having a really hard time. So with Ivory and Pine, you're kind of going down the positive psychology route and helping people who are already doing well to do even better. Yes, exactly. Excellent. I'm a big fan of um, positive psychology, Martin Sullivan and all of that sort of stuff. I think it's it's fantastic that somebody realized, hey, hang on a second, we, do, we don't just need to try to fix people who, aren't, <laughs> who are, are having trouble. Right. We can actually make people's lives better. And how do we yes. research and work out ways to actually improve people's lives, uh, which I think is great. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of that sort of stuff. Yeah, I am too. I love um, Seligman actually kind of outlines what he called authentic happiness and he actually revamped it a couple of years ago. So it's really wonderful to think about the breakdown of that our happiness and our well-being comes out of our relationships, our intentions, our mm -hmm. achievements, our you know mind-body balance and that really helps me in, in my own work in producing content for the blog as well. Mm. And um, that reminds me of the, is it the Harvard Happiness Study? Are you familiar with that mm -hmm. one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that really all it comes down to is it, at the end of your life that, you know, happiness comes out of your strength of your relationships, which I think is a really powerful lesson for everybody. Absolutely. Mm. I think especially in creative businesses too, you know, mm. it brings us back to what our purpose and intention of our business is rather yes. than our profits maybe. Yeah. And I think that's a really important point. I, when I'm working with, you know, people and students and my Thriver Circle members, the very first workshop I have in, in there is about, um, like what's your why? Why why do you want to do this? Why do you want to grow a business? What's what's the motivation? And the reason that's the first thing is because I think a lot of people kind of fall into it because they make something and then people say, hey, you should sell this. <laughs> and so, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's kind of accidental. I know it was sort of for me. And they don't perhaps stop and think about why they're doing what they're doing. And so people can get frustrated and people can get disheartened because it's hard work and it takes a long time to grow a business. Uh, so by actually taking the time to step back and go, hang on a second, what's my motivation here? Um, <laughs> you know, why, why am I doing yeah. this? And for most people I've found, it's not actually the money. I mean, the money's great. Don't, you know, of course you're building a business, but it's actually something else deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think that so many um, creatives get that drive and then get the satisfaction just from being able to express that creativity and for it to bring happiness to other people. Yeah. And I think they I think we often know that. But if we don't define that and we don't, you know, like you said, find our why, 
we can forget that pretty easily. And it's really sim- more simple than we think. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. And also, you know, for a lot of people, especially um, the people I work with, a lot of them have families, you know, they've got kids. And mm-hmm. so they're, you know, the real motivation is to actually create a job for themselves or a business where they yeah. can be present for their families and yes. spend time with their loved ones while also, you know, doing something that they enjoy and that is a positive thing in the world. So, yeah, that's that's something I think people should really um, embrace. And when, you know, when things get hard and things get stressful, mm-hmm. if you have that yes. that point, you know, that, 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 um, that foundation underneath you and you know why you're doing this, then it can be a lot easier to actually pick yourself back up and, and keep going. Oh, yes, I absolutely agree. Um, I think that our, our businesses and I would say all parts of life are, you know, roll in cyclical seasons, mm. you know, well, you know, time to be happy, time to laugh, time to cry, time to reap, time to sow, all of those ideas. And in our businesses too, we have seasons of where we're bursting with creativity and coming up with new ideas and new products. And other times it's just total creative block. And Mm. sometimes it's very successful and profitable and sometimes it's not. Um, And I think we have to start learning to accept those seasons and understand that they're going to to come and to change. and in those uh, more rough seasons when we're, you know, feeling creative block, writer's block mm. for me or whatever it might be, I think if our personal um, values are driving our business, like wanting to be with our families or wanting to have, you know, freedom to leave your nine to five job or just wanting to express your creativity, I absolutely think that keeps us more on track than if my only goal was just to make money off of something you know yeah that doesn't last very long no it doesn't and it's not a I don't think it's a deeply satisfying um thing like don't get me wrong making money is awesome and but the reason I'm making money is not just to make money it's making money so that I can have the freedom to have the lifestyle and that I want and I think that's right. what what it's really about you know that's the motivation to make money because money's just it's an invention it doesn't actually exist sure. <laughs> it's right just, right it's yeah. a tool you <laughs> yeah, know it's a tool <laughs> yeah it's something that allows us to you know exchange our time for something else and so that's you know i think a really important way to look at the money too is it and, and a podcast i actually want to do soon it's something that's been on my mind lately is um growth for the sake of growth i think that's quite a um, damaging way of looking at things. And I think it's really prevalent in our society, you know, Western culture. It's this kind of constant push, like the economy always has to be growing and your business always has to be growing and getting bigger and better. And But does it really? Right. It's like if you are comfortable with where you are and you like having a small business and you like, you know, having a minimal amount of money just so that you and your family can live comfortably um, that's almost looked down upon. And yeah, exactly. Really, I think it's usually a, a happier life in many ways. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's it's strange that you know, have making enough money to fulfill you know the thing, the dreams you have, and doing what you want to do is somehow not good enough. You know, there's and right. I, and Eve, I, I think for those of us who are conscious of that, 
even if you are conscious of that, you still got the weight of, you know, a lifetime of societal expectations. Yeah. Kind of there in the back of your mind sort of going, wait, is is this enough? Like, shouldn't I be working harder? Like, (laughs) Right. And if I, I think that even sometimes on, you know, if I have a day off or if I'm Mm. taking vacation, I think, oh, wait, shouldn't I be doing something else? Shouldn't I be working more? Should I pick up an extra shift at work? Um, that happens on the the blog too, and I almost think it's it's easier to do if you run your own business because you're responsible for um, your own schedule, mm. and then you're also responsible for you know things happen as quickly as you get them done and no sooner. <laughs> so it's so easy for us to just kind of push, push, push without stopping and giving ourselves breaks and taking care of ourselves. Um, because we're the only person maybe responsible for a very small business or a blog or something like that. Yeah, exactly. And it can be, it can be quite daunting, um, to, to be the boss, you know, especially if you're mm-hmm. not used to being the boss and not used to, um, having to decide what to do when people can feel extremely overwhelmed and then they just get stuck because they don't know which way to go next. And that, can be a big problem as well and and you know like you said there's that guilt (laughs) if you're not (laughs) if you're not working all the time or oh my god I'm I'm having a day off do I can I really afford to do this and I think I'm hoping at least uh, for most people that it's worse at the beginning and that as time goes by and as they grow and they get more comfortable uh, with their business that that sort of hopefully will die down a bit. I know for me, like it used to be really bad. Like I used to, (laughs) you know, when I started out, I was working like all day, barely took any time off every, almost every day. All day, all night. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, I just need to do this this next thing and this next thing and I need to do this thing by this date. And, you know, in hindsight, it got my business going more quickly, but I burnt out and I was really unhealthy because I was not taking care of myself. And then when that happens, when you reach burnout, everything falls apart because you don't care anymore. You've just completely, you know, you've completely overworked (laughs) yourself. You lose any sense of caring. And that's a dangerous point for all, well, for everyone in all aspects of life. But if you're running a business, that's the point where you might give up. Right. It's the point where your business might die. And that would be a horrible shame if you did love it and you did really want to do what you're doing. Mm. Um, I think that I'm hoping it gets... Hoping my guilt, I suppose, gets better as <laughs> Ivory and Pine progresses because it's still fairly new and I'm still in sort of that um, having to remind myself that my pace is okay and it, there's no need to compare it to anyone else's. Mm. Uh, I've definitely experienced burnout. I can probably at least once or twice more in my career and in school and can very much relate to that desire to just kind of stop caring and give up, which is very unhelpful when my whole job is to care about other people. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. And I think the caring professions, you know, I used to be a teacher and people Mm, who are doctors and nurses and psychologists and, you know, you're, you're social workers, you're spending all day giving and helping other people uh, that it can be extremely draining. Uh, So, you know, and, and that goes for people building a business, you know, a business is like a child. You've got to give, you've got to give so much. And at, and then the beginning, like the first few years, you don't necessarily get a lot in return. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) You're just giving, giving, giving. Changing diaper stairs and it doesn't give back to you at all. (laughs) Yeah. It cries and oh my gosh, you know, but there's this, hopefully 
this love there and that that passion and that love will keep you going through the hard times and then eventually your business will start giving back to you but let's let's just pause on on that whole uh working too hard burnout thing do you have any tips or advice for creatives who might recognize themselves that they're heading down that track right now and how they can sort of change the direction so that they don't reach that point yes um I was thinking, I think about burnout in two different ways, which is how to avoid it and then how to deal with it mm-hmm. if you didn't avoid it successfully. <laughs> um, I think with avoiding it, the number one thing is self-care every day, even if it's a little, you know, five minutes taking a walk or just, you know, enjoying your time in the shower a few extra <laughs> minutes or cooking a meal you really love. I mean, it doesn't have to take up you know, hours of your day. You don't have to go to an expensive spa every day. Um, it's just taking that time to be you and not you, the business owner, or you, the teacher, or you, the blogger, or any other profession. Um, and maybe not even you, the wife or the mother, which is the hardest one, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, but that is so absolutely essential is self-care. Um, and then I think, and that's also the basics too, to, you know, mm-hmm. taking a little bit of exercise, eating well, sleeping well, not destroying your body just by not taking care of it literally. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are really big. And then I, I think supportive relationships is the other one. So mm-hmm. your personal relationships, friends, family, a significant other, husband, wife, um, your children and supportive relationships professionally too is really important. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned that in my profession a lot as a counselor because I have supportive friends, a family, a supportive boyfriend, but I can't tell them everything about my job. Mm. I just can't. I'm, you know, I'm bound to not tell them my confidentiality. Mm. Um, and so to have professionals and other counselors and social workers who get that and who get what we do every day um, is so important that even if I don't share other parts of my life with them, they still understand where I'm coming from in a different way. Mm-hmm. And I think we all need those people who, you know, um, who also make jewelry, who also blog, who also do, you know, run creative shops. It's, mm-hmm. You're just going to understand differently. I think that's really, really essential and encouraging. Yeah, I, I am 100% on board with everything you just said. Uh, you know, <laughs> self-care, is, self-care is the lesson I had to learn the hard way. Um, yes. in my, myself, in my business journey. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about encouraging other people to take care of themselves because, yeah, when when you do it the hard way and you burn out and you, you know, get really unfit and unhealthy and all that sort of stuff and then you go, hang on, what am I doing to myself? Like, yeah, it is, it it's is, hard to get back. <laughs> yeah, and it's not worth it, you know. Like, yeah. you you have you, you know, you come first, you as a human being uh, and all those roles and responsibilities have to come second um you know otherwise you won't have the energy and the the mental mental and physical energy and strength to do the work out in the world and so you know whatever that means to you you know i I love you saying that you know just 
a couple of minutes, do whatever it is that really matters. You know, for me, it's yoga, meditation, you know, those are the foundation of my life really now these days, because if I don't do those things, I, I feel the difference and I can, you know, in myself and I know how powerful those exercises and tools are to my mental and physical health. So, you know, it's going to be different to ev- for everybody, but everybody has to find those things that work for them and then commit to them and yes. you do them every day as you said and, and that's what makes the difference in the long run is that daily practice of whatever it is for you it might be cooking you know a friend of mine it's sewing uh, you know not for profit she just does it because she loves it because it makes her it. happy yeah. yeah yeah and she does it for herself and I've actually said to her you know oh my god like she has a she has a really successful sewing blog as well oh, okay. <laughs> but it's not for profit like she doesn't make any money yes. that's not her she just does it because she has to like she she wants to share with people and she makes her own clothes and she almost never like she doesn't want to sell them she doesn't you know she doesn't want to make clothes for other people she just (laughs) I am lucky enough that she has made a few things for me I just happened to to be a best friend so I get the I get the goods but I never ask you know it's just if she if she does it for me it's because she wants to and it's out of love um you know so that sort of thing doing something like that that makes you happy uh and just make fulfills you in some way and fills you up, you know, it kind of yes. fills that fills the tank or fills, fills the, the well. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Is, is so important. Um, and the relationships thing, I think a lot of people, you know, what you were saying about colleagues, um, a lot of people who come like to, to my thriver circle or just that I get emails from, they say, you know, nobody understands what I'm trying to do, <laughs> you know, even Especially if, if they work alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like hard to find. It is. And especially if you're not in a creative community, you know, they might say, they they might say, you know, my, my partner or my family, they love me, but they don't understand what I'm trying to do. They don't think it's possible. So they're, they're basically discouraging me. Um, and some people flat out, you know, my family thinks I'm an idiot. I'm crazy. I'm an idiot. I'm, this is, you know, this is impossible. I'm wasting my time. Um, and that's really hard to hear because, you know, if you're trying to push against the people who are the closest to you, it can be extremely stressful. Oh, yeah. it's you, you have to have those people in your corner. And not every each of your personal relationships is going to understand. And that's that's okay to an extent. But we have to seek out those other ways to have community so that we have those people that just say, yes, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. where you are today you know, keep going, it does get better, you know, <laughs> those things are invaluable when you're in the midst of an unproductive, creative block, you know, <laughs> nothing's going right type of season, and that's going to happen. Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk a bit about um, the whole work-life balance thing, because a lot of people struggle with that, especially when they have maybe a nine-to-five job or kids or whatever it might be. And there's that guilt there as well of that if I'm taking time for this one thing that's mine, I'm not taking time for, you know, other other mm-hmm. aspects of my life. So how do, how do we approach that? Like how do we deal with that uh, that balance in a way that we feel good about? Yeah, I like to think of work-life cycles mm-hmm. almost more than work-life balance because I think, at least for me, that makes me think that it needs to be 50-50, like mm-hmm. work and everything else. <laughs> and that it may not be true all the time. Um, there might be seasons when 
uh, work is heavier, you know, the, the life part. Maybe you have more time and you just are working a lot and it's exciting and you're not burned out and it's going well. Um, but that won't last and the cycle has to change, you know, mm -hmm. and it's also good to have a life heavy balance, you know, where you are focused more on your family or you need to take some time off for yourself and work is not going to be the top priority. Um, so I, I think uh, another big thing is that work will never be in balance if the life part is out of balance. Mm. Um, so I always think that it has to come first even if you love your job more than anything um, the life part has to be there before the work part or neither one of them will work that's um, a really good point <laughs> I think you're right there. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just see it too much yeah <laughs> you know, I just it's you know if where it goes back to the self-care if our cup is empty you know we can't pour out into anything or anyone else mm. um, we have to fill that cup first um, and I also think just even the, the expectations, it's okay if you want to, you know, go to part time in your business because you're, you know, getting married or have a family or want to travel or whatever it is. That's okay. And, you know, it's okay to voluntarily make less money or spend less time on it because <laughs> you want to, <laughs> you know, we, yet we believe that somebody's telling us that that's bad. Yeah, yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have to be at all. That's so, that's so awesome and so true. And, you know, just accepting that I, I love, um, the idea of cycles. Um, I've, I've written about that before. I call it the creative cycle. Like you've got the, yes. the you've got the highs and the lows with everything in life and it's always going to change and it's always going to flow and understanding that and accepting that and even embracing it, I think yes. is incredibly powerful. Uh, and, and even, deliberately working with it like I know for me I am very aware of that that you know there's times in the in my month that I have to work more because there's stuff that's time sensitive that needs to be done yes. and then there yeah. are other times in my month where I've got less work and then I'm like okay I can chill out a bit more and and relax a bit more and even in the week and in the day you know it it works yeah. in all at all levels of of time yeah uh, and all parts of your life and yeah, accepting that and embracing it and planning for it uh, and knowing that for every down, you know, there will be an up again is is comforting. Yes, I love that. It's just so true in, in every area. I think the sooner we start to embrace it, the, the better we can, you know, not manipulate it, but the yeah. better we can work with it, you know. Yeah, exactly. It goes better. And, you know, thinking about, you know, well, if I have this other job or I have this, um, you know, wedding coming up or whatever it is, then I'm going to choose to spend less time on my business. And that's, that's good. It's not, you know, it's yes. not, I'm not sacrificing. I'm choosing to put my energy elsewhere for something equally as wonderful or, you know, supporting someone who's sick or whatever it might be. Yes. And, and that will come for all of us at some stage, most likely is caring for others. So yeah. And, and having, having an idea of with your business, you know, if it's just you or if you've got people who can help you and, and having systems in place and, and thinking ahead of time, you know, if stuff happens, how am I going to deal with it? You know, how can I, how can I put this on the shelf for a while? And if I need to completely put it on the shelf for a while, that doesn't mean I can't pick it back up again in the future. It's not an all yeah. or nothing proposition. 
Uh, I don't have to just give it up. You know, I can just put it on hiatus or something yeah, if just necessary. Give up forever. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it's, I, I, I see a lot of people who kind of freak out a bit about the idea of like putting their shop in vacation mode for a week or something. Cause they think they're going to lose all their customers. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. and it, it, it's not true. <laughs> you, right. Like, <laughs> you know, it will go on. It'll yeah. Survive. Yeah. Like it'll, it'll go on. You know, I, I've done it for months at a time and it's okay. You know, the, 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 they'll still be there once you come back. So yes. you have to do what you have to do and whatever works for you at this time. And know that just cause you might need to spend less time on it now doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. And that can be, yeah, that can be really sort of, I think take a lot of stress out of, of the whole process oh definitely I think we just have to almost get out of ourselves a little bit too you know we think that I've done this even with things as small as I forgot to schedule my social media for a few days you know <laughs> or I went you know on a trip and so I just didn't get that stuff done and I thought you know I'm gonna lose all my followers and I'm gonna everything's gonna you know be terrible and you know no one will read my blog but I don't know if anybody noticed really <laughs> and you know that might be different with the shop maybe or if you're mm. gone for a very extended period of time but I honestly think if we just remember how generally self-absorbed most people are it can <laughs> let us be a little bit less stressed that the world will end because you know I I paused my business for a week um, I think that's kind of freeing, to be honest. I love that. That is so true. And, you know, especially these days with the just the volume of of stuff, the, the information yes. overload that we all, you know, all these social media and all these websites and blogs and, you know, it's just there's so much coming at people constantly that, yeah, they're, they're – they might even not notice, and you know, yeah. if, if they do, another, a week will go by before the before you can blink, and you'll be back, and everything will be fine. Um, yeah. And I, you know, that's something that I've actually consciously thought about with my own businesses, uh, like Grant and Thrive. When I started the Grant and Thrive podcast, uh, sorry, the podcast. No, when I started Grant and Thrive, the blog, a long time before I thought about doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, I was like, uh-huh. okay, I've got to have like three posts a week minimum and preferably more and they've all got to be this this and that and over time I just realized that I don't need to be putting out that much volume of content uh people are busy they they don't have time to necessarily read that all like all the time now all I do is a weekly that a weekly podcast that's that's all I do and that's all I've done for a long time we do do guest posts and stuff occasionally on the blog but honestly and it's like it's fine it's it works it's it's, yeah. it's still, it's fantastic. Still you know? going. Yeah, it's still going strong. And and yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, yeah. you don't necessarily need to put out as much as people think they do. I um, definitely agree. Yeah. I get honestly, um, and we sense that overload from other people. Yeah. You know, and so I'm on, you know, various email lists for different bloggers. And, you know, to be quite honest, sometimes I get, annoyed with the ones that I see too often (laughs) you know I want to be able to miss you a little bit and then be excited about the next you know piece of information I get so you know I think that we can be free to slow down a little bit and do what's the most important to us and know Mm. that our businesses will will still make it with a little Mm. less content out there yeah definitely and you know that whole slowing down thing I think is something I've I've really embraced in the last few years and 
uh, you know, coming back to the whole growth thing, people say to you, oh, but don't you want to, you know, don't you want to grow bigger? Don't you want to get your work in all these boutiques? And don't you want to, you know, I don't sure. know, all those sorts of things. And I'm like, you know what? No, I don't want to do that yep. because that would mean more yep. work. <laughs> and I yes. don't want to do more work because I'm very comfortable with the amount of work I do and it allows me to have the lifestyle that I've always wanted and the freedom to, you know, have, uh, you know, shorter work days and more, more yep. holidays and more time to do the other things I love because I love my work, but I also love other things that I want to have time right. to do. And, um, yeah, so it's really important to, to realize that slowing down a bit and taking your time is okay. Yes. That, you know, you've reached where you want to be, mm. <laughs> you know. You've yeah. done the things that you originally set out to do, and it's okay to not take on other people's goals and feel mm. like you have to meet them just because for no reason. <laughs> wow, I'm going to repeat that because that's really powerful. You don't have to take on other people's goals and feel like you have to meet them. That's very, very important because I think a lot of people do that. They take on, like they look at someone in their industry or in their niche and what they've achieved perhaps and gone, that's where I have to be. It's not where you have to be. Yes. You know, other, other people around them might say to them, you should do this or you should do that, should, should, should. But you don't yes. have to do that. <laughs> you have, I know. You have to decide what, what's right for you and do that. Yes, and it's fine. And I, I've been thinking about that a lot um, very, you know, recently because my, my own business blog is new. And, you know, seeing these people who make, you know, six-figure year bloggers and all of these things, and that's great. I'm really glad that they have done those things, that they're living the life that they want to live. But... You know, I don't know if I'll ever quit my job. Mm. Maybe, you know, maybe not. <laughs> you know, I sure I, you know, would like to at some point, but I, I don't know if I will ever get to the point where I'm only doing, you know, creating info products and blogging and making money off of that that allows me to have an income, or if it will always be something that's just fun and encouraging for other people and that I like to do on the side. I think that that's also a good goal if that's what I want to do and um mm. I don't really even know yet I'm sure <laughs> which is also okay I hope <laughs> yeah of course yeah. you know yeah. it's you don't have to know exactly where you want to be I think I, I I'm a big believer in having some sort of goal but goals can yeah. change and it just helps you to have it's kind of like you know if you're climbing up a mountain and there's like way markers or you're on a hike and there's a way marker and you're like hey there's the yeah. next one that's what I have to aim for or when I was a kid and I did um I actually got taught how to navigate properly you know with a compass and a map and all that uh -huh. and it's like yeah so you you know you stand where you are and you put the compass pointing in the direction you need to go and you pick a landmark that's in that direction like a tree or something and you walk to that tree because then you know you're going in a straight line and then you stop and you yes. do it again and you recalibrate and you recalibrate over and over again and that's yes. exactly what you yep. do with anything in life with goals with a business you know you pick that next thing and when you get to it yeah. you only work you to <laughs> yeah exactly yes. exactly yes. and that can be I think again freeing uh, and, and, and know that you can, oh, well, there's a nice waterfall over there. Let's go look at that for, you know, on the side and then come back again. It's okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes. It is. It is. That's, um, that totally makes me think of, um, of mountain climbing. I live in, I live in Colorado and we are famous for our 14,000 foot peaks. Wow. Um, we have 50 some of them. I don't know. <laughs> we have a lot of them. 
Um, so people affectionately call them 14ers. <laughs> and I've climbed three of them, which is probably three more than a sane person would do. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I, it's it literally, you know, you can't look at the top of the mountain and just think, okay, that's where I'm going. It yeah. doesn't work at all. <laughs> you have to look maybe, you know, 100 yards ahead of you and think, that's where I'm going. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and as you go... You know, then you turn on the next switch back to go up and you just say, okay, I'm going to that rock and then I can sit down and rest. Um, and it's just, I think it's helpful to think about in business and in life too that, you know, I've, I've pretty much stopped coming up with five year plans and 10 year plans. <laughs> I just have no idea what that's going to be. And not because I just don't think, but mm. because, you know, because I know that it could change. And I've started to embrace that uh, a lot more than I did when I was younger. Um, mm. But it just might not look the way I expected it to be, and that's okay. I'm going to look for the next, you know, six months and what I want to do, mm-hmm. you know, and what the next step is for my business. And the rest will fall into place after that sometime. Yeah, that's brilliant. And it's so true. Like if I – like it's the beginning of 2017, and if yeah. I look back 10 years – wow, my life was completely different and I would never in a million years have imagined I'd be doing what I'm doing today and living with, heck, I, I, you know, (laughs) I just uh, left an eight-year-long relationship. I was, you know, working Mm. in education. I was in a completely different part of the world. Well, not the part of the world but part of the country. Um, My plans for my life were completely different and then everything changed and it changed for the better and if I'd had some sort of, ridiculous plan that I had to stick to then it just I would have shot myself in the foot and missed out on all of the wonderful things and if I'd had some sort of you know I when I was younger I was very um I was very black and white in my thinking and I yeah I had these ideas about what was what I should do with my life and what was good um and it took life get you know waking me up to the fact that this is you know just because this is the thing I'd wanted to do I'll, I'll give you an example when I was when I was a little yeah. kid I wanted to be a scientist that's what I I loved and I yeah. went did yes. that all through all through school and high school and then went to university and did you know science and by the time I finished my degree I was like this isn't actually what I want to do with my life oh my god what oh, have I done yes. you know <laughs> because I yeah. it actually the reality of it was very different to the the uh, dream that I had of it. Absolutely. It always is. Yeah. And, you know, I'd always thought I'd want to get a PhD and, you know, become Dr. Wassenberg. My full name's Vendon Wassenberg and uh, all this sort of stuff. And if I'd stuck to that because it's what I thought I should do, my life would be very different. It might be great as well. I don't know. But the fact that I now have a business where I make jewellery, is just ridiculous to that to my 20 year old self it's like what are you talking about like you don't even really wear jewelry like what who are you who is this person (laughs) and isn't it just brilliant that you didn't follow your 10 year plan you know like yes it'd be be, you know it'd be your life but Mm. it's just i think the just the serendipitous reality of it's not your life. You know, this Mm. is where you're supposed to be and where you're supposed to be going. And um, I just love that. I love that story. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Don't, don't, don't stop yourself from doing something because it's not who you thought you were. Like just go with it. 
if it if it arises in life like another thing for me is um you know i i for those who listen to the podcast for a long time will know uh, i did my yoga teacher training last year and i'm now on the side as a you know, as a hobby hobby thing i teach a bit of yoga and it's like, no, again, no way in a million years would I have thought that would be something that I would do with my life. Like I used to think yoga was completely woo-woo and out there and ridiculous. And sure, there are still some parts of it that can be, but whatever works for people and, you know, what works for me is what I've found and the path I've found. And, uh, you know, it's it's so it's such a powerful tool in my life for my physical and mental health uh, and my emotional health. And, you know, things like that, you know, that you just, you just have to, you just have to go with it, you know, go with the flow and yeah. go with what happens and what arises and don't, don't hold yourself back because it doesn't fit some sort of idea of who you are or who you should right. be or the plan you had for your life, because you could come up and, you know, find something amazing could come out, out of this new direction. And, you know, I think for a lot of people who are starting a creative business, that's kind of where they're at is they've suddenly this yeah. thing has arisen in their life and they're like, I really want to follow this, but God, no, I'm, 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 I can't because I, I have this job or this lifestyle or whatever the heck it might be, sure. this massive mortgage. I can't afford to quit my job or do all these things. But I don't know, can you? Like if you change right. things? <laughs> you don't know unless you do it, you know. And, and even if it's a total grand flop, you know, you can still just <laughs> – go back and reevaluate and I think we need to do that anyway mm. you know and sometimes it's sometimes we are on the right track with things that we love but we just have to reorganize them and reprioritize I suppose you know mm. like for me it was uh it was music I was uh um in school I started out as a music major to do I don't even really know is the thing, but music <laughs> business types of things. Yep. You know, I was going to work in recording studios, just wonderful, glamorous things. And I hated it. I hated the first year. <laughs> and I love music. I, you know, I grew up, you know, playing piano and singing and it was great. It's something I still very much love to do, but I hated it being my job. This, mm. that idea of it made me hate something that I loved. And, um, I just had to get out and I did. And I, you know, music is still a huge part of my life, but it's not what I'm dependent on to make my living. And if I had just kind of taken that path because I picked my major and just stuck with it, you know, I would have no idea that I enjoyed being a therapist or that I had skills in this area, you know, that I could do anything else. Mm. Um, and so it's instead of like shutting down my original dream, it gave me you know, a whole new world of new things that I love to do and things that I'm passionate about. And I still have the original dream of music in my life. And mm. so I'm so glad that happened. You know, <laughs> I, I have no idea what I would be doing now if I had just stuck <laughs> with that path. No idea. No. But I don't think I would very much. <laughs> uh, and I can uh, assume this is the better path. Yeah, exactly. Right. And I think you bring up a really powerful point there. Just because you love doing something doesn't mean you should make it into a, a business or the way you make money. You know, for, for some people, their craft or their creative passion shouldn't that just keep it as a passion, keep it as a hobby, you know, keep it as a thing on the side that you do for joy. Because I can tell you from personal experience, once you turn something creative into a business, it changes because it becomes work. It becomes work. Yeah, it does. And that doesn't mean you won't still enjoy it, but you lose the freedom that you had yes. when you were doing it just for joy. Yes. And I think people going into a business 
with their creative passion need to realize that you can't just keep doing it for fun. You can't just keep making what you want to make. You have to start putting yourself in the mind of a business owner who thinks about their customer. And that can be a really big shift for people and it can be really uh, a difficult transition to make. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you're at the beginning stages and you're like, you know, I don't know if I want to make this. It doesn't have to be just, you know, if it can be and you can try it and see what happens. And, but don't, you know, don't feel you have to turn your creative passion into into a profitable business. It doesn't have to happen. No, not at all. And, and you can test it out, you know. Mm. I mean, I, you know, personal confession, I don't make any money off Ivory and Pine right now. I've made zero. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I'm thinking about that for the future and kind of experimenting with different ideas. But I am totally okay with it just being something that is really enjoyable for me and something that can encourage and help other people. And it's a way to for I've met so many amazing people through the blog and through different social media um, and just connected with them on mm. mental health and on self-care and these things that I'm just so passionate about helping other you know women especially grow in. And so I don't I, sure it'd be great if it made money at some point and I'm kind of you know thinking through different things um, to do that. But if it doesn't, it's still been a success. You know, if it just always stays a hobby, it's still been a success because it wasn't about whether I make a profit or not. Um, So I'm, you know, I can only go up and be exciting. (laughs) And, you know, (laughs) and if it doesn't, I'm still doing something I really enjoy doing. Um, You know, and I work my job and I'm I'm content with that for now. Mm. That's great. I love it. And on that note, I think we might wrap things up. Um, Sure. Before we finish, though, can you tell us where we can find you? Yes. Um, so my website is www.ivoryandpine.com. Fairly simple. Um, the and is just spelled out for the website. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm also on uh, Pinterest. I think the actual page is Ivory Pine. No and on the <laughs> Um, Instagram, Ivory and Pine is my username. Twitter, Ivory and Pine. Um, I do have a Facebook page, which is under Ivory and Pine blog. Um, and I, I think those are all the main places, really. Cool. So, well, we'll link yeah. all that in the show notes. And also, just before we finish, do you have any um, suggestions for other resources on these topics that people could go and uh, listen to or look at? Or Sure. Um, you know, I think for... As far as intentional living, and I think it helps for both your personal life and professional, um, probably the two podcasts I've been listening to the most are The Lively Show, uh, Jess Lively does that one, mm-hmm. and then the Slow Home podcast uh, with Brooke uh, McElary. I uh, love Brooke. I actually know Brooke. Yeah, you know Brooke. <laughs> yeah I've met That's her a few okay. times. <laughs> yeah, I really enjoyed listening to her, you know, so it's been great. Um, I So those two podcasts both, and I, I switch around pretty mm-hmm. frequently, those have recently been a lot of fun to hear on uh, minimalism, intentional living, that sort of thing. And that's, I think, definitely feeds into everything we've been talking about. Mm. And obviously um, your blog has a lot of great information I as well. It. Yes, many great things. <laughs> <laughs> so go check so, it out, everyone. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I am almost done with a small um, – ebook slash e-course i need to finalize the formatting on that but it'll be a free course on minimalism um 
I do have a name for it, minimalism for really reluctant beginners. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. People like me. Yep. (laughs) Um, So yes, that will kind of walk you through several lessons on just different areas of your life and how to start simplifying, um, minimizing in some ways, but just um, creating more intentional spaces and living a little more purposefully in each of those areas. So um, hopefully that will be a resource for people too as soon as it's out. That sounds wonderful. I, I might do that myself. <laughs> Although I think I'm doing okay, mostly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Laura. I loved chatting with you. It was great. Thank you so much, Jess, and take care. Have a wonderful day. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks again to Laura for coming on the show and thank you for listening and I hope you found that episode comforting and interesting and you got some takeaways from it. I'll be back next week with another episode of the Create Thrive podcast, another interview and do not miss this one. Uh, If you, especially if you have a website or you sell online, you are going to find next week's episode incredibly useful. If you want the links and show notes uh, from this episode, head on over to createandthrive.com. Look for episode 88 and all of the information will be there and you can share that with your networks if you found it helpful. Um, I'd love uh, for you to share it on Facebook. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, I will be back next week. Bye for now.